Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Lives podcast. For over 20 years, we've been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. Our core goals are to reduce the Florida divorce rate by 50% by 2029, to increase the marriage rate, and reduce teen pregnancy and out-of-wedlock births. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another episode of Relationship Real Talk, episode thirty-three. Now oh moving gosh, I'm on so up. Surprise that you keep new setup. All the episodes, I love it. Got to off the top, off the top. Today we have a special guest here. We have Bill Harper with us. How you doing, boss man? I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me in here. No problem. It's an honor to meet you. I know, Ashley, yeah. y'all have already <laughs> met. Yeah. We had a pretty awesome event here about a week ago, mm-hmm. and it was a, a return to glory lunch. So, Bill, would you mind telling us about what you do and why you do it? Return to Glory Ministries, we're a, a band of brothers that were transformed by the power of God, by a, by a message that reached deep into our hearts mm. to really wake us up to a mm. passion uh, to find strength to, to how to love well in the face of a battle in this world, you know. Anyway, and so we came together in 2007, 2008, and nine. incorporated in 2009. We did retreats for many years up to about 2012, 13, and then kind of backed off for a while. We're back in the saddle. Mm. We wanted to get in before COVID and that Mm -hmm. shut us down. Yeah. And so we want, and now here we got April uh, 7th through 10 uh, of this coming year out in Mariana. We're going to do the Return to Glory Boot Camp. Why do we do this? We have been transformed by, it's not the message, it's God working in a very special way that has reached our hearts. And we bring this love and bring this strength back to our wives and to our families and to our communities. We've been transformed. How can you not share it? Mm. Yeah. You know? And um, that's what we're doing. And why do we do it? Because we've seen it in ourselves. We've seen men light up with this. They become, it's like glue for a band of brothers. For you know, sure. We need each other. We need communities of men. Uh, to do this and that's huge that's that's (laughs) that's important within itself because i feel like that's something men don't have a lot of right and especially with me i i like mentorship Mm -hmm. and i feel like especially somebody my age somebody older i would love to be guided and just get you know just feedback on how to maneuver through life and what they did and i just feel like that's amazing that y'all are coming together so what what was the what was the main motivation behind it if you can give get into it a little bit well i describe myself as a man in search of my heart Mm. and my heart came became awakened in 2005 6 7 8 and why do i do it because i can't keep it a secret (laughs) (laughs) because i'm driven to do this to share it oh why do you do this when you see men uh weeping in release of their wound mm-hmm. and when you see men waking up and coming alive when when somebody accepts jesus and you see the real move of the holy spirit in their lives why how can you not do that yeah you know we're called to that that's true yeah. it's a lot of fun too that's awesome and kind of just asking the question so what do you think has been a cause for men to kind of i don't want to say I know there's been a call to become the best man you can be. So what do you think have been hindrances to men being the best version of themselves? Well, you know, what's the 
I, I, I don't want to beat up the church, but the reality is oftentimes that they're taught to be a nice guy, mm. you know, and just to obey the rules. When there is so much more, it tends to inhibit a man to, to prevent his masculine strength and passion for, to come out. And there's a good part of that. A man who will fight for what's good, a man who will stand up to evil, Definitely. you know, to awaken him to a cause instead of just being a nice guy. Of It's, it's really of uh, an energy that you see, I get connected with my heart. That's what it's about, you know. Yeah. Um, th- I've seen so many men... Um, come together with this and really awaken to a new life, to a new calling and a new message they've never heard. Mm -hmm. And that is give them permission to be men of strength and valor. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we're warriors too, in a way, you know, God was a warrior, Jehovah God warrior, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we've been taught to be nice guys. And there's a place for that. And there's a place where it shouldn't be. And so to give them permission to do that and find their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. So basically a space where men can really just be themselves truly and learn how to be themselves, basically. Exactly. Uh, gotcha. And gotcha. come together. We need each other. You mm-hmm. know, one man's strength carries my weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, one man's compassion will help me in a season of, of emptiness and loneliness. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we need each other. Mm-hmm. And you can't be the Lone Ranger out there. Iron yeah. sharpens iron. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I call it the glue that brings us together. Call it the band of brothers who support each other. You know, I got guys now I can call it two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And since the transformation of, of God working in my life, I don't have to make many of those calls at two in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Praise God. But Definitely. a lot of guys can call me too. Yeah. Um, this retreat is uh, it's very unusual in that it's not churchy. And mm-hmm. I don't mean to put down the church, but honestly, what I'm saying is this is a different sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the the messages that and John Eldridge is as an anointed a speaker as I've ever seen. Yeah. Right up there with Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. Right up there with the great prophets who mm-hmm. ever brought a message that's that's receivable. For me, I get his message with like a hundred percent transmission quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, most men do get it way up there. Um, it's a powerful and, and we have fun too. We just don't we just sure. don't get in the sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take breaks with paintball and guys bringing his helicopter. We're gonna oh, have wow. a helicopter. I was, ride <laughs> I was just about to ask what, <laughs> what what should some men expect in this boot camp? Like I heard you say sessions. So is it different sessions each day? Like what's the actual breakdown of the boot camp? Well, actually, you know, in the real boot camp, we don't tell them. What's mm. coming? Ah. Oh, it's ah, a mystery. So, okay. Because they overthink it. I like it. They okay. overthink it. I like uh, it. We tell them what the next event's going to be, mm-hmm. and then we tell them that you're going to get a break for four hours this afternoon. We tell the guys who gets to ride on the helicopters, they know they'll just paintball. <laughs> or, uh, Blue Springs now has opened up the river, and mm-hmm. they have wow. a big pontoon boat to go up this beautiful crystal, it's called Mill Pond Lake River, mm-hmm. up to the big fun. Blue Springs and wow. snorkeling and everything, so we'll have fun. Um, honestly, though, to tell you what we do is we, it's like a submarine mission. We'll start out and prepare to dive. We'll explain its place in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a map bef- as you go into a national park or a mall. You are here. 
<laughs> and this is the way the big picture is. Uh, I've often heard, and John Eldridge wrote, that this session, this season of the world is the battle for the heart. And the world is at war. And the prize has always been the human heart. And so often it gets pushed down or pushed to the side or diminished. We're talking, we're trying to awaken that. So we talk about our place in the world. We talk about we, how we hide mm -hmm. the poser. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was the poser. Mm -hmm. Because I was uh, in the Air Force, I, I, I wore a flight suit and silver wings for t 28 years. Yeah. And I hid so much of myself behind that image, yeah. right? Yeah. The false self. We talk about that, and then we go into the wound. And everybody's got one. Uh, yeah. Oftentimes at the hand of the Father, although not always. I'm unusual. I think I have a bit of a mother wound in there. And then we go into the wound, and then we bring healing to it. Yeah. Um, God has spoken so much to that healing, and there's so much that, and the compassion, the way uh, the, the sessions go, we go into the wound, and then application as we come out. We talk about application to your children, and application mm. with your wife, and spiritual warfare, which is a... That's huge. That is. <laughs> That's that is huge. part of the battlefield. Right. Yes. Eh? And then take them and launch them out. And where do we go from here? So that's kind of the submarine dive profile. I love that you actually go over application because yeah. I feel like so many, especially younger men, you're on YouTube trying to find all these uh, how to <laughs> men advice videos. Yeah. And it's just saying, oh, do this, do this, do this. And it's already a warped opinion. But the fact that you're bringing men in, you're letting them be vulnerable, understanding where it's coming from. And actually telling them, okay, now this is how you do it. Yeah. This is how you move forward. I think that's that makes a huge difference. Yeah, and I'll tell you what else is huge. I encourage anybody who wants to attend, come as a band of brothers. Bring your friends. So you come, you take the experience, mm -hmm. and then you go home with it as a band of brothers. You know, when they train in the military, they all train as the same team, and they go into combat together as mm -hmm. the same team. Right. And that's what we, we encourage here. And there's a bunch of follow on programs. There's a bunch of things to keep guys going after it. Right. To yeah. follow up. And I want to address something that you said earlier. You talked about the poser and how that's being uh, basically hiding who you really are. So when you're talking to men, what are some things that you found? Why do they feel that need to hide who they really are? <laughs> right out of Genesis. Right. When. After they ate the apple and God comes and says, where are you? Mm -hmm. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. And we've been hiding ever since. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. okay. And what we do with the false self generally is we, we build this thing out of our talents, this construct that we hide behind. And, you know, if you go through the Air Force, you become a pilot. Man, that's my definition. Wow, you can hide a lot behind that. Everything <laughs> is cool on the front. But inside, I'm full of lust and I'm full of, of fear. Uh, for many years, I defined myself by how good the flight was that day. Mm. You know, I did well, I'm great. I screwed something up, I'm terrible. And that's no way to go through life. Yeah. Wow. Right? Because I'm missing the validation from the Father. Right. Um, we build a false self out of our strengths and we hide our weaknesses or our fears behind it. And then we just continue to layer that with everything we've got, whether it be money or whether it be your nice car, your beautiful wife, or or all those strings of initials behind your name <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, to hide the poser, to let it go when you see it, and then realize that you can be yourself, right? Because the the main thing is get the validation from God. Right. Mm -hmm. That's so important. And I think that's what's missing, honestly, the validation of God. I know a lot of of men, they're trying to just grab at different things, but it's without that validation, you can get pulled in any type of way. Mm -hmm. So that's... (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely it's elusive there's so many messages that come at us in this world today and quite frankly the pace of life today is killing us Mm -hmm. all the things we have to do all the things we have to be responsible for you know when do we get the quiet time to just absorb and listen Mm -hmm. Um, i'm learning to take that I, i must do that i need it like oxygen i'm in search of my heart you know i'm really in search of oxygen (laughs) <laughs> nourishment mm-hmm. my life verse is proverbs four twenty three. guard your heart above all else mm-hmm. for from it flows the wellspring of life mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's that. good <laughs> yeah. that's awesome uh and then i i did have something else so you you were talking about the nice guy and how the church calls men to be nice guys and so for for any nice guy that's listening out there i just kind of wanted to find what nice guy is versus what you're calling them to. Because I think it could be very confusing for someone who's like, wait, I'm a nice guy. I'm not supposed <laughs> to be a nice guy. So when you say nice guy, can you define what that means and what you're you're trying to imply with that? That's a great question, Ashley. And let me see if I can clarify that. I My best example would be when a man feels that he has to be so polite in every direction that he's unable to call out evil or wrong mm. when he sees it. Yeah. That he's unable to challenge people who need challenging. Mm-hmm. That he won't make waves when clearly this is a wrong or it's evil or it's toxic mm. or it's hurting another person. Yeah. Give an example. Um, when, let's say you're in the checkout line at, at a market and you see some man just berating his wife, mm-hmm. absolutely just destroying her in public with absolute rudeness. Isn't there something in you that wants to rise up and say, stop it, back down, get back? But we're so polite in this world, we can't do it. That part in you that wants to intervene to defend the hopeless or the helpless who's being mm-hmm. thrashed, that's that part of that warrior and spirit in you that needs to be acknowledged. Now, the question is, when do you use it and when don't you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's just the experiences of life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that being nice is bad. Right, right. I'm saying that when a man's entire image that he's a nice guy and he's prevented for, from fighting for good, mm-hmm. defending the wounded and helpless, or that inhibits him from challenging and and, and just just going after wrong mm-hmm. and fighting for it. That's what I'm talking about. So stand, manners are good. I'm yeah. saying manners are very oh, for good. Sure. So yes. basically just stand on your principles and not being afraid to mm-hmm. call somebody out yeah. on that and to really help somebody outside of yourself, right. basically. Yeah. And that's good. It's actually, it, it was a book and I'm, it's crazy. I can remember something from college, <laughs> but <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> it was a theory talking about coming into manhood and really it's Dr. Akbar, I believe. Please don't kill me if you're listening and it's wrong. <laughs> but he he separated manhood into really three different phases. Uh, maleness, 
male and then malehood. And the manhood um, is actually when you're calling out uh, things that are wrong, standing up for yourself and outside of yourself, not thinking all the way of you, 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 but being able to be that man and stick your chest out. And if you see something wrong, to actually say something to help the community instead of just focusing on self. So it's actually that's that's a great that you actually brought that point up. Well, let's go back to the main character in the story, Jesus. Okay, he was so tender with the woman caught in adultery. He was so forgiving to those that were lost and healed them. But what did he do in the temple when he turned over the tables of the money changers? Was that a nice guy? No. No, sir. Okay. When he called out the Pharisees, right, for their hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. So the image of Jesus, it's just the image we're looking for. Right. He was tender when he should be. He was aggressive when he should be. But the whole thing, he was just nothing but holy Mm -hmm. and wonderful. That's the image we're trying to model. It's not... (laughs) <laughs> easy is it that's not <laughs> but that's the image we go for the warrior god jehovah yeah yeah absolutely well is there anything else that everybody here and listening should know about this retreat coming up from april 7th to the 10th i know it's in mariana florida yes and they can learn more about it at rtg ministries.org RTG stands for Return to Glory. Now, here we are on a podcast, and we hope in five minutes or, or five hours you can go back and remember it. <laughs> exactly. Return to Glory, RTG Ministries.org, O-R-G, and I got a little mnemonic here, Opening a Reality to God. O-R-G, like Opening a Reality to God. Return to Glory. Ministries, Opening a Reality to God. So everybody remember that, RTG Ministries.org. <laughs> Or write it down. You know, I so admire what you and your father are doing here at Live the Life Ministries, building marriages, protecting marriages. That's the glue of our society, which is falling apart, right? right? Mm -hmm. And what I have learned, by the way, my wife said to me recently, I was not a great husband in 2005. Mm -hmm. And in the last few years, she said, it's all been worth it. It has restored my relationship with my wife, restored my relationship with my children, Mm -hmm. and restored my relationship with myself, all because the one with God is now the main flow. And so what would, how would a person, how would a man that comes back from RTG be a better husband? Wow. We talk about that. Um, A man has a question. Okay, in other words, what he looks for every day is, do I have what it takes to be strong, to not fail in the face of duress, to come through when needed, to be a winner, and not so much a winner as a trophy, but to succeed in this world? We always have a question. Um, Hang a flight suit and silver wings on yourself. You think you've answered your question, I've got Mm -hmm. what it takes. That's not what we're talking about. This idea, do I have what it takes? We can, again, the false self wins here. He's got a great job, got a great car, got a wonderful wife, making a lot of money. I got what it takes. But and then he hides behind all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you take your question to anything else other than God, you're going to get a false answer, mm-hmm. right? I got a flight suit and silver wings. You're cool. I'm, I'm a handsome guy here and I'm cool. <laughs> you're right. So, the question, the one place you cannot take it to for validation is your wife. Mm. And how often, 
I've been in this place. When mom's happy, I'm happy. When mom's not, I'm not. That gets to be a crazy life. Yeah. Uh, if I hang my question, that's not saying I don't care for her mm-hmm. and yeah. protect her and defend her. But if my question or my self, the thing that, that makes me be comfortable and to know that I, I am going to be strong and valiant and everything, I can't get it from another person. Right. And That's especially right. in the, in the, if I give my wife the power to validate me, what have I given her? The power to invalidate me. Mm. Correct. You know? Very true. Even if she doesn't mean to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so what it looks like, ba- or what it looks like now is, when she's in a bad mood or she's upset about something, or even I've screwed up something, and she goes crazy, I'm able to step back and breathe, take account of what I did wrong, and learn and don't do it again. Yeah. But it doesn't rip my heart open. Mm-hmm. It doesn't destroy me to a place where now I'm I'm groveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's happened before, and mm-hmm. I mean, it, it will often happen, but I'm able to step back and breathe and see what's going on, and I used to, when my wife and I would have a fight, I'd go downstairs to the basement and hide for three <laughs> months, right? Wow. Right? Go to your mm-hmm. corner, right? Your corner, your own little mise-en. No, I, I, I might give a little distance, I take a breath, I pray, and I re-engage with that's humility and good. love and strength, because my question isn't being stomped on. Mm-hmm. There's a strength I'm bringing to it. With that point, I would say that a man needs to know that he doesn't go to his woman to get his strength, to get the answer to his question. He goes to her to offer it. He Mm -hmm. brings this masculine heart and strength to his wife to defend her, to love her, to care for her. He goes to her to offer his strength, not to receive it. Does that make sense? That <laughs> makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's the it's the question. Just remember, if you give your wife the power to validate you, you've also given her the power to invalidate you. Or anything. Yeah, right. that's for Absolutely. literally anything. Well, <laughs> you have that, Did I leave you speechless? What am yeah. I saying? Li- no, a little bit. No, that, that last one did, because I feel like that's that gets lost, especially with the whole nice, nice guy. Because, I mean, I've... I've had that moment where my (laughs) putting all of that into my girlfriend's hands to where it's like, okay, she's not happy. Now now I'm upset. And it was something I had to learn to go through that that's too, too many emotional shifts to go back and forth. Have a talk about it, adjust, pray. And that's why I'm glad you said, said that Mm -hmm. take your own little time out, pray Mm -hmm. accountability, accept what you did wrong, but then move forward, have that conversation and then continue to progress. Exactly. Watch what happens next time. Okay, if you're mm-hmm. thinking about this, that, uh-oh, I'm receiving that invalidation straight to my heart, and what's it going to do to me? It's going to rattle. Um, I've learned to step back and say, what am I afraid of? And mm. say, take a moment and pause. What's going on in here? I'm in search of my heart. I'm able to kind of catalog how I'm feeling. I sort out the lie. You're a failure. You don't have what it takes. You're blowing it. That's what we hear. You're blowing it, yeah. you know, and go back to the truth, the truth that I know right. about what the validation that I've received. I was made in his image. Mm-hmm. He's told me this, right? The scriptures are full of how God, you're, you're made in the you're image of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And so I'd step back, do a sort. And the more you do that, the more you say, I've just handed my question to my wife or to my, my skills as a pilot or to my whatever, right? My boss, mm-hmm. whatever. You step back and sort that out. And then you re-engage with a balance and a health. Yeah. It's a learned skill too, but we'll Definitely. introduce <laughs> that. That's good. That's good. Ashley, you have anything else? No, I'm I'm good. Yeah. And you definitely covered everything I wanted to know. Did you want to say any last thing? Yes, I want to say remember rtgministries.org, return mm-hmm. to glory ministries uh, .org. What was that? I had it written down. Opening a reality to God, rtgministries.org. We got a Facebook page. Look for us there. The retreat is going to be a lot of fun. Relatively inexpensive too, as retreats go. Uh, and we'll we'll have a link to yeah, we'll that link everything. and also the event registration in the bio mm-hmm. of the podcast. Too. And that's April seventh through the tenth. Yes. April seventh through the tenth. 2022. 2022, definitely specify. (laughs) April 7th through the 10th, 2022. Upcoming. And I want to thank you, what you're doing at Live the Life Ministries. I want to thank you. I'm so thrilled for the partnership Mm -hmm. that's coming through this. Yeah. Because it's it's the glue that we need as people and families and marriages and relationships. And it's going to bless the children and everything Mm -hmm. to come alongside warriors in the fight. It's so rich. (laughs) It is. It is. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you feel educated, encouraged, and empowered to thrive in whatever relationship you're in. Have a good one.